first. <laughs> Never know what you're going to get. Never know. Wow. On the show. We were just lamenting the, wor- the state of the world. Oh, and my God. We have to do, like, we have to be a public service so people can escape their worries. Yeah, absolutely. We have to help them. Yeah. And be funny and stuff. We have to. Because like, the world's on fire, like, literally. literally. Oh, my God. I hope by the time this airs, everything is calmed down. I really hope so. Mm-hmm. I, you know, like, uh, I don't do this often, really ever, but I just want to really encourage people to donate to the firefighters and donate to the Red Cross and all those things because, like, it is, th- like, there's a bunch of organizations that you can look and and just even through Amazon Prime send the firefighters and people who lost their homes stuff they need, like, stuff that you don't even think of like they need like extra large and large sweatshirts and Mm. bottles of water and foot powder Mm. and things like this they're they're working these crazy you know 16 hour shifts and it's just like oh god probably more yeah i really do that i'm hoping for a yeah a more peaceful holiday and like new year you know what i mean like i'm hoping like out with the old yeah. Who knows? Yeah. And I thought 2018 was such like a nice number in my mind. Like it's a, yeah. it's one of, you know, with my color graph, my synesthesia, all numbers are like pretty looking together yeah. or not. And this is one that was nice. And I was like, Hmm, for how nice this number looks in my mind, the year was kind of a dumpster fire. Yeah. And my mom was saying how she's one of these people that's really into, well, she's Christian, but she's super into Judaism. I like tangentially and she was talking about how this year was supposed to be the year of new beginnings like each year has a significance in Mm. jewish culture Mm. and she's really into it and for her it has been a year of new Uh beginnings but um i don't think most people have that sense if by new beginning you mean we burnt it all down and now you have to start from scratch yeah that's a new beginning they don't feel that oh god knock on wood all right well let's keep it light here sarah jesus christ sorry let's talk about this um this bakery that made a cake and put it in the window and it was like a beautiful red heart but it said on it i'm divorcing you And, um, so it got, you know, written about and stuff like in their display window. They put it, Oh, that's great. And I was, I, they said like, they did have somebody come in and like say that's what they were buying it for. But most people put like, you know, I love you or happy birthday on it. But I was thinking, what do you think of the sentiment of like softening the blow of divorce by giving them like cake or, you know, (laughs) I think if you have the right partner, and I think a lot of people who get to that point in their relationship have tried, have discussed it, have talked about it, maybe even tried therapy. Mm-hmm. It's like not working. They might already be separated, not legally, but just physically in different places. Yeah. And if you kind of already know and, you know, you're going to give them divorce, because you got to actually go through the act of like signing divorce papers together. I know. And- that would be that would kind of lighten it, and it would be kind of funny to me if it if it depends on on the nature circumstances. of yes, the circumstances. Yeah, you know, maybe if there were if there no kids like, or something, yeah, or and... like serious trouble of brewing or not. It was or, a beautiful not a cake. Just brewed. Like, <laughs> it looked yummy. I know I'd want to eat it. Yeah. So it doesn't I matter thought, what it says on top; it still tastes good. I gave them props though. The clever marketing. Yeah. I don't even think it was intentional. They were just being cheeky. 
but like I think maybe more people are doing this. I've heard of these like um divorce parties. Yes. Yep, yep, yes. Yep, yep, yep. That is a big thing. Yeah. Um and they get like a almost I've seen like wedding cakes, yeah. but it's for yeah. divorce. Totally seen that too. But is it just the only person invited is just the bride, like the woman. Yeah, they don't invite the the ex husband. <laughs> right, right, it's right. more like for ladies. It's like a bachelorette party, but re, re- Yes. Right. Yes. I'm not into it. Oh. You love it? Um You've probably gone to one. You no, seem like a type. But if my friend threw if somebody did, heck yeah, because I think it's important, you know, there's so much uh, it's like a difficult time, you know, and, and it I think for women it's a lot harder to get back out there and let go of, you know, those that the transition into being single again. I don't know, based on just anecdotal evidence, things I've seen from friends, and I have no actual evidence behind this. But it seems like it's more difficult for them to start dating again and to feel like they can. And so I think a party or something like that that kind of says, like, it's almost like giving them permission to form a new identity. It seems, though, that they would end up, like, afterwards just being like feeling Sad. empty. Yeah. It's not mm-hmm. like it would provide closure. I would imagine. It I don't think it's, I almost see it as it's not anything to do with the relationship itself. It has more to do with, with supporting an individual who is now on a new path. And I think it has so much to do with like supporting a new identity because like, think about all the stuff that, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. And rituals, rituals are really good to do, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. Well, I don't like the bachelorette thing to begin with. I do. What do you like about it? I just think it's, I think it's fun to, to, I, I, you know, and I even thought about it. I'm like, I love baby showers too. I like, I was thinking about this recently. I was like, I know she hates them, but I love, I, I like them. I like, I like the idea of getting to celebrate a person Mm -hmm. and I really like, I like that idea. Yeah. And I think that how, okay, can we call it a what would you like to call it's it? It's not if you the invite name. Everybody over, and if so, what are the elements of those things that you don't like? Because if you take those out, could mm-hmm. you still enjoy the party? Um, I love this, the idea of celebrating a person, especially mm-hmm. new life mm-hmm. or new marriage or whatever. Yeah. I don't like the gender component and how even if you allow it to be men and women, it still feels like this weird hyper feminized. Thing where we're just celebrating these very specific life milestones that have to do with <laughs> Matt Neroni's going to be mad patriarchy, mm-hmm. but like we don't have those same parties when women get promoted or you know. I mean, I think we could, it's but we like, don't. Like, um, I'm going to be graduating soon, and Landon's going to throw me a graduation party, and it's kind of you know I think with the the gendered component, I just think that women tend to enjoy socializing in that way yeah. more. You know, I know. I'm out of like the ordinary. I women, guess. I love sitting around. Like when I went to my friend's, Megan, shout out to Megan. When I went to her baby shower, and it was friends that I hadn't seen for, for a long time. We're all sitting at a round table together, talking and, you know, playing baby shower games or whatever. And it, like, gave me all, like, something that I felt like I had missed and like talking to them and just sitting and not feeling like you were doing something or like I wasn't distracted. It's not like you, we were 
you know, like I can't be one of those girls who just goes shopping with their friends because I can't. I know, but that's what it feels like at the baby showers and stuff. It feels like that same vibe of we're not going to talk about anything that matters. We're just going to like, I think that's people who are. And, oh, and all those crappy yeah. noises that women make. I think those are the people who, uh, the baby shower, because my friend Megan's, it was, we were having great conversations about good stuff. I'm, okay, and, great, Sarah, you know. but I'm talking in general. Well, that's why I said it depends on the people you're like, like, I feel like that's a, that's, it depends on who's there. Okay. You know, but- cause there's really no difference than having a bunch of girls over, like you invite 40 friends over and we're all going to have dinner than if you say, Hey, all these 40 friends come over and we're going to celebrate you having a baby. I think that a lot of brainiacs will relate to a feeling of wishing there could be more meat to the way people socialize. And I'm not just talking Mm -hmm. about women. These stupid bachelor parties are the same. Mm -hmm. Um, and like, like man cave culture and all that. I'm not into that either. I just think that a lot of brainiacs would have that same feeling of like, I don't know, wishing yeah. there were more, was a little more to it. Yeah, I think it's like balance, you know, I think, uh, and, and I was like that with the whole like man cave culture and everything too, until I really, and I felt like the same way about fraternities and all that until I saw the relationships that my husband has with those fraternity brothers and how they support each other, how they've been there through like the thick and thin, through divorces, through deaths. One of uh, his fraternity brothers had a brain tumor and recently passed away. And to see all those guys support like all the families and it created this like really tight knit community. I'm like, yeah, if you guys need to go and have your night where you like do, I don't want to be there. I don't want to talk about like Boys need to do boy stuff. It's really good. It's like I'm. I think there's there's good to that. I hate it. Oh, well, you know, different, different strokes. strokes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll change the subject and talk about one thing that I do love, which is HelloFresh. Who doesn't? I know. I I'm always talking about it because it's a mainstay in my family. HelloFresh. I I can't believe there's anybody that hasn't tried it yet, but. If you're like me, you hate going to the grocery store, but you want home-cooked meals, HelloFresh is such a great option. They have classic veggie family options, and the boxes are made up of fresh, uh, responsibly obtained ingredients, and then they give you the recipes. There's all different kinds of recipes that my kid loves them, Mm -hmm. and you get to pick. Like There's certain ones that you can- Hall of Fame. Yeah, Hall of Fame options. They have global, um, and it's just really easy- you get it each week so you know it's coming. You can plan around it. It's so convenient. And I just really recommend it, especially if you're busy and you don't want to go and deal with the grocery shopping, etc. And you can get $20 off each your first three boxes for a total of $60 off if you visit HelloFresh.com slash BrainCandy60 and enter BrainCandy60. That's $20 off each your first three boxes for a total of $60 off. Visit HelloFresh.com slash BrainCandy60 and enter BrainCandy60. By the way, yeah, I was listening to another podcast, which I will not name, mm-hmm. which I really love, but I noticed that the hosts agree on everything. And I hate that. Yeah, I would too. Because I think that it's so cool how we have different perspectives. There's lots of things we overlap on. Of course. But like our look, like looking like Reese Witherspoon. (laughs) Right. Kidding. (laughs) Right. And just general like interests and Mm -hmm. points of view. But we also have plenty of 
debate, and I think that's fun. And that's, you know, it kind of, it almost, uh, it's exactly like what you said about the parties, like different, you have different friends for different things, different conversations with different people, and there are ones where, you know, like, there are a lot of stuff that you and I agree on, I disagree on with, like, their disagreements with other friends, and, like, vice versa, and so, you Mm -hmm. know, it kind of makes things, uh, keeps it interesting. Yeah, you're interesting. Oh, so are you. I was reading about this um, mom who is a really good photographer, and she has a son who is autistic, and he hates being in pictures. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, when you're posing, yeah. you have to kind of be patient and, and fake a smile, which means that you're like projecting empathy or, or like an emotion that maybe he can't tap into. Yeah. If you're, even if you're not feeling happy, you're supposed to look like you are. Right. And they don't know that's yeah, of course. And so she, um, let him put on a T-Rex costume adorable for all of the pictures. And she has a daughter and they do these hilarious photo shoots because it looks like this T-Rex is chasing the daughter around the yard and stuff. And uh, I just thought it was so important to highlight because Aww. it's like a great workaround where you still get your pictures. They're beautiful yes. and hilarious and memorable, mm-hmm. but your kid's not miserable. I love when kids latch on to a costume or like an outfit that they have yeah. to wear every day. I don't know. I think it's the cutest thing in the whole universe. And then the, it's it's like they're asserting themselves and they're like, feeling like autonomous and like want to make decisions. And they're like, I love my dinosaur outfit and it's all I'm wearing. I let Lincoln put on whatever he wants. Right. He looks horrible every day. <laughs> doesn't. Well, it's a new thing. I don't think you've seen these oh, outfits. I haven't then. And they, it's all Under Armour. He's obsessed with Under Armour, but not matching. Cause he says the PE coaches don't match. So he like wants to be like the PE oh teachers. Gosh. But he looks like garbage. And I just think, I do not care. Yeah, you shouldn't. Because of all the things. Yeah, bigger fish to fry. And also, sure. let the, you get... Oh, 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 who is it? Oh, nope. It's my alarm telling me to take my meds because I keep oh, forgetting. Oh, okay. So I'm trying well, to yeah, be better. Here, let's pause for a sec. Okay. How do you feel now? <laughs> More focused. Totally back. Totally back. In about 20 minutes, I'm going to be on the ball. <clears throat> is that what like the kick in time for those babies? Yeah, is? I think so. Something mm-hmm. like that. I don't really notice, but I I feel like I get to a point where I start remembering things that I have to do that are on my to do list. Oh, weird. Where like a bunch of random stuff will pop into my head, and then I'll, you know, the everything will kick in, and I'll go, okay, what you really need to do is this, this, and this. It like narrows down the list for me. <clears throat> I don't know why I. Um... I'm on a cake trend today, but I have another cake story. Which is so weird because this morning I made fondant decorations for my husband's birthday cake. And I've never done that ever before. And I was thinking a lot about cakes in the last 24 hours. And now you're telling me a lot about cakes. A lot about cakes. So maybe we should be eating. (laughs) Switchy and also making me hungry. Um, This was actually sent to me by Brainiac. And I wish I could remember her name, but thank you, whoever you were. Um, It's about something you may have seen, which is the adult cake smash trend. What do you mean? You know, like where your baby turns one and you give them a smash cake? Like a cake that they just get to smash and pretend. Well, do you know that? Well, 
I mean, I've seen pictures of babies with like a cake. It's called it's a like, smash cake. It used to just be you get them a piece of cake and they right. cut, eat it. And it gets, now See, there's actually. That is annoying to me about. That's the baby shower component that I'm annoyed about. Yes. Because that's dumb. It's totally dumb. And they now they have these smash cakes and they are separate. And the baby like that's messes so it all up. And it's for pictures basically. But This is another one of those stupid things that if we didn't have social media, we wouldn't have that. Right. Because it's all about the pictures. However, it gets weirder because okay. these are adults Why? doing it. What is that? It's so weird. I think that it's women. It's all no. Women. It's <laughs> that's like the opposite gender that I thought this would be. What the fuck are they really? doing with it? You yes. thought men were smashing to do, them? To, if I if you said, hey, some the, a certain gender is smashing something. <laughs> which one do you think it is? My mind wouldn't go to women first. Okay, but that's maybe because you didn't think of this baby part. And to me, it's like women being babies again. Yeah, but like I can't even imagine in my mind what the, what this looks like. So they do these photo shoots and they dress up. I think it's sometimes when the woman is supposed to get married and then doesn't. Mm-hmm. And so oh. it's like this weird... Like you're angry? And you're wearing your wedding dress and then you like smash the cake and I don't Mm -hmm. know exactly why women are doing this apart from it's like a picture taking opportunity. That's like, you can, yeah, it's just for a picture. I don't like any of that. It's It's dumb. And also have you purchased a fancy cake before gone to a cake and like priced them out and see what cakes cost? Yeah. A small cake like that. You're looking at least 75 bucks. We're de- it's decorated, Yeah, right? like fancy ones. Okay. Yeah. At least. At the least. When you could just cut a piece of cake out of the... Yeah. For the baby. Yeah. The adults, they you should not be to, doing this. You should this. not be doing that. It is so weird. I heard. See, those are, the, those are the things that like... It's those kind of things that bug me. The yeah. same with the, the you know gender reveal thing. The same with the... Like, you know, there are certain baby games and things like that. There are those kind of things... Are the things that I get what are you're like, saying, Ugh. but socializing, I'm like fine with. But yeah, don't, don't right. do that weird. All right, I, I can agree with you on that. Adult, what? Yeah, it's really strange. You should see these pictures. I'll put it in the newsletter because yeah, I'm gonna have to check that out. These pictures, you're like, lady, I need to talk to you. These are the woo girls. I know. So that's it. It's the it's the kind of person, and they all are like it's the same. It's like the same. It's like I don't like like I'm never gonna be going out to a bar and doing shots with anyone, ever. Yeah, that's and how like, I that's feel about not, the other stuff. It's I think that don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Okay, but sometimes you think I'm judging, but it's just that like you would judge the shot thing. It's like that. It's not that I judge it. It's that I don't enjoy participating in that activity because I can't enjoy it the same way they do. Agreed. This is what I'm saying about the showers. But part of me is like, it's wonderful that you get that they get to enjoy that. Me too. But I can't get my, like the same way I can't enjoy psychedelic drugs because my mind is too, like I pretended to do mushrooms once with a group of people. (laughs) Like I faked it. I was like, mm, and tossed him over my shoulder because I know that like my mind 
it will be awful for me because I'm too aware of what's going on and I'll think about the brain regions that it's affecting. And so all the joy is taken out of that. If I could just freaking relax and yeah. get out of my head yeah. and just enjoy the experience, then maybe I would be better at those things, but I can't. Whatever. Well, what is bringing me joy, and this is no joke, is Grove, the mm. service that you can go to to get home and personal care products online. I love it. I just used their refillable spray bottle with my new thing because I ran out and now I got a new refill. That's one of the things I love is that they are socially conscious. So like you can get the mm-hmm. concentrates versions and then fill <clears throat> up your water bottle, you know, fill that. Yeah. It's so cool. But I've also found products on there that I didn't know they had. They have that. Um, like what? Well, first of all, they have non-disposable, reusable, like essentially what is like a baggie, a plastic oh, bag. Oh, I've seen these. I love them. Okay. The girl who sits next to me in class brought some food in one and I was like, what is that magic? Like when I make That's banana great. bread, then I send it with Lincoln to school in a reusable That's and then you great. just wash it out. Yes. Then they also have these beeswax um, <gasps> paper. Yes. And I use that to wrap up the banana bread and like to seal the top of like a bowl if you want to put it in the fridge. And then you just clean it off and, and use it again. Too? Reusable. Okay, okay, it's okay, awesome. Okay. I need to order that stuff because <laughs> I've been thinking about that for a long time and how I want to do that. It's great. They have so many products. You have to really explore their website too because there's treasures. They have Mrs. Myers, Method, Seventh Generation, Burt's Bees, all that stuff. And the package comes and it even smells good before you open it. And it's just really great and delivery auto shipment if you want it and pause or cancel anytime super convenient and then okay so find out how committed grove is to its customers they have a 100 percent happiness guarantee and free shipping so easy to discover amazing and affordable natural home and personal care products with confidence of supporting a safer environment for your family i'm so into this shop grove before the exclusive holiday offer runs out this stuff will be gone come december for a limited amount of time our listeners who sign up get an amazing free Mrs. Meyer's holiday products, they are so awesome. A free 60-day VIP membership and a surprise bonus gift just for you when you sign up and place an order of 20 bucks or more. Check out Grove and our special offer at grove.co slash brain candy. That's grove.co, not com, slash brain candy. Mm. Okay. Um, that's enough about cake. Now I want cake. I learned about a trend Mm -hmm. from back in the day that I was not aware of. This was about men in like the seventies even who in high school or whatever would have to like swim in high school Mm -hmm. naked. What? As a group. What do you mean? Like they would not wear swimsuits and I don't understand it. And, and like, they Is there had, a name for this? Like a like, you know, like the polar bear program, club. Right. Like I was no. thinking something like that. Like maybe it's like some fraternity group that we don't like. I don't know. Something okay, weird. well, you know how like men's rooms often don't have doors on the toilets. It's so weird because I think all men's lockers are way more naked. That's than what this women's, was saying. Women's one are. This was talking are. about this and how it's this weird thing in men's culture where you're expected to not be modest or not to feel weird about it. And the author was talking about how like when you go to the doctor, there's not that sense of modesty and concern for the patient. This was written by a doctor and he was saying how he only recently started thinking about it. And now 
tries to be more considerate of men's modesty and privacy because why not? Right. You know what that makes me think of is, you know, I read some article a long time ago about nudity in the media and how a female nude is always considered, it's always looked at as sexy sexual. or like yeah. sexual and male nudity is comedy. Right. And how if you, if, if it's always comedy, then that sense of like shame or modesty is never really enforced. Oh, maybe this is part of that. You know, like it's almost like not seen as something. So like, which came first? So like, you know how their People stalls Greek, don't have doors. Greek re- Greek sports, like the early Olympics was naked wrestling. Like right. they didn't wear clothes. It's so weird. And they, I think they ran naked too. And like in this high school program, like you'd swim, you had to swim nude for four years. Or if you were like, no, I'm wearing a swimsuit, you had to be an ROTC. That was the trade, which is the military thing. That is so bizarre. And how like if you had an odd body. Yeah. Or you were overweight. or It's terrible. That's so Horrible. I can't like forcing somebody. No, no, no. Hate all of it. Why do you think I can't even, uh, I can't even imagine an, I, an explanation for that. That's that's even sort of fits. Like part of me thinks maybe it's like that fraternal organization thing where it's like in some sort of weird hazing and initiation and why people thought that was a good idea at all. Like, like, Oh, we're all in this together. Maybe they need that for, I, I can't think of anything that is, I know it is bizarre and I feel like I hope things change because that can bring a lot of shame and discomfort and trauma Yes, and then men aren't, boys aren't supposed to talk about it. So then they like internalize, it seems like that's toxic masculinity at work. Absolutely. Matt Neroni will love that. Um, (laughs) I'm going to say Matt Neroni's name in every episode. This will be my Easter egg. (laughs) That's funny. Oh gosh. There was something I was thinking about with. Mm, I lost it. Anyways. Oh, sorry. It's because I was thinking about Matt Neroni's name. <laughs> I just think it's weird. Like even in public bathrooms, let's say you go to a restaurant or maybe it's not like this at restaurants, but different public places in the men's room, mm-hmm. they're expected to just take a shit without a door no, no, on no, the stall. No, no, no. And then they have that trough so weird. style Just the urinal. idea that the, ur- the urinal period, that's it. You are whipping it out next to some dude. Yeah, because why? I get why the urinal is great because they can just unzip and pull it out real convenient. Yeah, but you can do that in a toilet. That's what I mean. It should be private still. Why does it have to be out in the open? It's so weird. I don't understand it. It's the strangest. It's like a weird invention. Yeah. Urinal, like to begin with, the fact that there's a separate toilet just for men. (laughs) That like it's It's, so. I wouldn't mind the invention if there were doors around it. Like, I don't think it no, should but be like, out. Even if there were. Okay. Because it's That's, nice that it's up higher. <laughs> but what you're doing is you're requiring there to be two different things. If you have a urinal yeah. in your restroom. Oh, okay. Then it's not gender neutral. Or? You also have to have a regular toilet. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because where are they going to shit? Uh-huh. So if you're a bathroom, what a waste of money okay. to say, here's a urinal and here's a toilet. Don't you think it's because they know that men just pee all over everything, and so it's cleaner? Ew, it's probably it's probably it. Yeah. Oh my god! I watched a video. <laughs> I watched. Oh, where was this? It was, it was on. It was some sort of, like, like they were testing different experiments, 
uh, different techniques to see if they can make restrooms cleaner, like oh, especially at sporting events. Okay. They did fa- find a way to do it. What? So they turned Don't it into... Don't let men in. Well, yeah, that's an option. Uh, but then they'll just pee outside and that's even worse. Uh, so they turned the urinal into almost like a, a, a game where you'd, you'd above the urinal were these screens and there was some sort of sensor in the, um, drain of mm-hmm. their, like in you know, mm-hmm. the bottom of the urinal. Mm-hmm. And the more accurate you were, the better your aim were, was the better your score was on oh, this game. God. So it'd be like at a baseball game and it'll be like a pitch or something it like simulated that. And they found that the restrooms were significantly cleaner after they installed these games that they didn't even reward them with anything, but just knowing that you were playing a game and that you could get a better score or whatever made the bathrooms cleaner. My God. I'm totally for that. Yeah, sure, but it's even sad like there that are like stickers that they put at the bottom of those yeah. to improve that. Yeah, my mom, my uh, parents got divorced. I think before my little brother was potty trained or like learned how he was potty trained, but did, you know, standing up and peeing all that. So my mom had to teach him because you know what a single mom going to do, and she used uh, Cheerios wow. in the toilet. Wow, she was like, "Aim at the Cheerios." No, yeah. and it worked like a but, yeah, Cheerio. they float. And they, Pretty good. So, I mean, I think it worked. They were yeah, pretty, shared a bathroom works. with those dudes for a while and it wasn't too bad. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I never had trouble with my brothers. Oh God. Some. <sighs> yeah. It's disgusting. It's really bad. What is not disgusting hmm. is beta brand dress pant yoga pants. I love when you say dress pant yoga pants. <laughs> it's like my favorite. They, I swear I have so many now, one in every color because they have so many different styles and colors and they have... Um, like the wide leg that I love. love that. They have the high-waisted, but they also, also have it. the skinny kind and crop and leggings. They just have so many different ones. And they are the most comfortable pants I've ever worn. They are so great if you go to work in an office or you have meetings, but you want to be comfortable. And um, they have a variety of colors. They release new colors each month. And they're great for all shapes and sizes, which is really fun. They feel comfortable and they were just, they come out with new styles a lot. So then I'll be like, well, I need those. Yep. So then I have like so many. I want the pinstripe ones. Yep. Got those. I know you do. <laughs> That's why I want They're them. They're very flattering. Um, and yeah, now that you work at the clinic, you're going to need a bunch. Definitely. That's why we started wearing Beta Brand dress pants, yoga pants. Visit betabrand.com and use our code BRAINCANDY and you can get 20% off of yours. Millions of women agree these are the most comfortable pants you'll ever wear to work. That's betabrand.com, B-E-T-A-B-R-A-N-D.com. Use our code BRAINCANDY and get 20% off your dress pants, yoga pants. Dress pants, yoga pants. Dress pants, yoga pants. All right. Mm. All right. All right. All right. All right. Um, Did you read the article about the Supreme Court Justice uh, Sandra Day Mm O'Connor and William Rehnquist, who's no longer, uh, he's dead, but they went to, I think it was Harvard together and he had proposed to her and nobody ever knew this and like she turned him down, but what? Then they were on the she Supreme Court d- together. Oh my gosh. Insane, right? Super insane. When she was just Sandra Day. Could you imagine sitting, so, uh, serving on the highest court 
And you had a former... They dated a oh, former boyfriend. That that seems like a weird conflict of interest. Like, I don't know why. <laughs> That's like, in my mind... I'm True, like, and they did not... Because I feel like she, she, he would just be like, I dissent. Like, <laughs> no, they were they remained very good friends yeah. and they still hung out and everything after she married Mr. O'Connor. But um it was such an interesting story because first of all, they were in law school together, but she was like freaking nineteen. She must have been a whiz because she was already Whoa. at his level and yeah. he was like twenty five. Wow. And she was so beautiful and um he was very handsome and they dated a bit and then they kind of went their separate ways. And then he sent her a letter and asked her to marry him. And it was back when like mm. people did that. Like more. courting them. Yeah. yeah. And, and like, like she had many people ask her to marry oh, her. Must be nice. Right? Come on. I know. And, but I think it was more of the time where you like yes. got many suitors and then you got to pick which one you wanted. And they were all something. like, I want to marry you. I want to marry you. I want to marry you. Oh, yeah. Wow. But the weird thing about the article, which was like sort of a side note, was she graduated first in her class. He graduated second, I think, in his. And he immediately got this very prestigious job. And she was like basically a secretary I'm to so somebody. Annoyed. Yeah. I'm so So she had to annoyed. work a gazillion times harder than him to get on the same page eventually. But she did it. Oh, good for her. She persisted. Nevertheless. Yeah, she's awesome. But uh, I they just sort of revealed this. I, I her kids I don't know if they found the letter or how it came to light. Um, but it's a very sweet story and it's mm-hmm. nice that they remained friends and I mean I get why he was into her. Oh uh that reminds me of something that I just heard. Um so did you did we already talk about the astrophysicist who Nobel, like she, she found a, uh, like made a scientific discovery while she was, no, we haven't. While she was, uh, a student working under oh. her professor and he ended up winning the Nobel yeah. prize for it. I don't know if we talked about it, but I oh, read the article. I was, when I read it, I was like, oh, and she's like, God. not mad about it. And that makes me mad. <laughs> she's not mad. And now she recently won uh, like the most prestigious yeah. science award yeah. and donated all the money to people like other women yeah. who are in the same field. Yeah. Good for her. I think this was a very common occurrence and I'm maybe sure. still is. Um, mm. but especially back in the day and they were doing all the legwork and then some dude, you get a lot of money when you win the Nobel prize. I think it's a million dollars. It is a million dollars. And for her to just be like, yeah, I had a great oh. career. I mean, Good for her to not be a bitter Betty, but you know, maybe yeah. we should get a little more angry about these things. I want to say she's a seventh day Adventist and that, oh. that played a big role in her, um, like she, part of that is the belief in like a simple, simpler life. And so the money wasn't really important to her and she just loves the work. She loves the work. God bless her. And it was in 1974. And that to me, that's like not yeah. even that long ago. Nice of those dudes to just be like, "Yep, Two thanks." Of them. Right, and didn't even didn't even say in the acceptance speech like her name, and she discussed. I know I'm so mad. That is a complicated relationship, though, when you work under a scholar while you're in grad school, because 
you know, sometimes your mentor will be generous and include your name on the paper, but they do not have to. Oh, really? Yeah. And so it's like, you kind of have to get lucky with who your advisor is and stuff like that, but, Mm. or who you work partner with or work under. Yeah. But that would. She's a good sport <laughs> and a friggin' genius. Yeah, she is. No joke. She found pulsars. There's you mean like, she discovered? Discovered them. Good Lord. Like, that's a big thing. No. <laughs> Huge. I don't even the know what they are. Like, like, a, like something about like how Lasers light, yeah, or something? Yeah, like okay. how light is emitted in. I never even know what these things are. things in outer space and... Right. On an episode, we were talking about the God particle and you're like, what is that? And I had this assured answer. And then someone wrote to me like, it's totally not that. It's like, okay, I don't know. Science. Sorry. I I was under the impression it was like a gene that you have them predetermined. Yeah, that's what we talked about. And I'm like, it's this thing. And I got it mixed up with this guy that studied the human genome. And then it's really like every, the mass of everything in the universe. Oh, okay. And I was like, Oh, I wasn't even close. <laughs> oh, that's what that is. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking the genome project thing yeah, too. Cause I said that and oh. you probably trusted me. I did. As I do with most things. <laughs> That'll be on our sequel. What we yes. got wrong. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Shut up about it. No, I appreciate when people tell me because I, I do. don't, you know, I'm always ha- happy to say, Oh, I fucked up on that one. Sometimes I think I, like I very confidently spoke about, um, uh, artist Banksy and oh, yeah. like, then what? what'd like, you get wrong? Well, not much, but then I went back and I was like, wait, is that really true? <laughs> I need to look that up. And I was wait like, okay, good. That is right. But look, like, this is like, infotainment so sure. and we're heavy on the tainment. Heavy tainment. Sounds like taint. It does. That's a funny word. Uh, okay. Wait, we haven't talked about poo for a while. So we figured I got something in that. Okay. We did cover urinals. So. <laughs> I just, um, saw this really cool, I guess it's an article, but really it was images of hospital bags around the world that women pack to go have their babies. Oh my gosh. They arranged We don't need nearly as much stuff as we think we do. Do we? Um, well, it depends on where in the world you live. And that was the point point of the art installation or the photographs was to show the differences around the world and what we take. In yes. Western cultures versus what you might have to take if you live in a place without... Tell me all, everything. Well, the photos are beautiful and they're laid out in that way that looks really cool in like a square yes. where all the items are made into... I love that. Yeah, it looks so yes. cool. Like the overhead shot yeah. where they're all beautifully mm-hmm. arranged. Yes, yes, So yes. the Western ones, it, it was... I noticed that their one bag had a hint water bottle, which, you know, we drink yeah. in, so it was like striking to me. But, you know, it was like comforts. Yeah. Um sweatpants, uh, music, books, mm-hmm. things like that you think might be make you more comfortable. Oh, uh, not like essentials for survival. Yeah. And in these bags from other places, it was like bandages yeah. oh. for real and like <laughs> rubber gloves. Oh my God. And I was like, okay, this is like really a really beautiful. That. Wow. Yeah. It speaks to the ways that women have different, um, options and, comforts and needs and things mm. around the world. And that's fascinating. It really was. And I was just like, God damn. Cause you don't think of them packing a bag of that stuff. Nope. Never. But they sure as heck are. And there's like a culture around it. So like the information is passed on from mother to mother to 
person to person, you know, all the females are saying what you need is, you know, cause I've had friends who, yes, whatever they go through in their pregnancy, they're like, you don't need forget coconut oil. Balm. Do not forget coconut oil. Take a scoop before. Well, as soon as you go into labor, because you will be constipated for whatever law, you know, like, okay. Logging that in my brain of things I will never forget. Uh, what was in yours? I remember putting jam, like jammies, um, because people say you don't want to sleep in like whatever they give you. Ugh. It's gross or yeah. something. But to be honest, it's all a blur. Yeah. I have it was not a pleasant time. So I don't have kind of like a memory of like, oh yeah, I packed this bag and it was so special. No, I I saw one picture of you while you were pregnant and you had your back turned. I was like, nobody has been more secretive. It's like you're a celebrity. That's weird because I didn't. Well, first of all, I didn't have Instagram at that time. Oh, okay. So um, that was part of it. I but I also, got to see you I mean, I was, that it. was not a happy time. I was glad to be having a baby, but I was getting a fucking doctorate and it was really hard. Mm-hmm. And so it's not like I look back and I'm like, you yeah. know, nostalgic. Yeah, it was stressful. brutal. And Imagine. so <laughs> I wasn't taking pictures mm. and celebrating, but yeah. I'll, maybe I'll post one. Like you should, when oh this episode my gosh, comes out. please. Or would you die? Me. I would, because it's like, I feel me. like, I feel like that. It's like, I, I didn't get to, you know, well, yeah. it's like anybody. It, it's like, like it it's didn't like, happen. Well, and also, you know, I think about me and, and just, I mean, I didn't get a doctor, but I'm in grad school right now and how you basically are like, you disappear. Mm-hmm. Like I have friends that I haven't seen in so long. Yeah. Like, yeah. And like one friend was like, Hey, can we hang out sometime? And I, I literally took a picture of my calendar, uh, like my board. And she was like, okay, see you in December. <laughs> see you never. <laughs> I like literally had not one night where it wasn't crossed at like evenings or what. And I'm just like, okay, well, I'm not even a person anymore. So I get it. Cause like the last thing you want to do is like pose for a No, photo I wasn't doing that. Or, you know, but I was, uh, wearing a lot of maternity clothes mm-hmm. and a great place to find such things is La Tote. It's so great. It's this service of clothing where if you are changing sizes mm-hmm. or if you just don't want to commit to buying clothes and you'd rather just kind of like borrow them. Yes. La Tote is a service where they send you clothes, you can pick them or they'll style it for you. And then you wear them as much as you want. And then you send them back or you can buy them either way. At a way discounted price. Super cheap. Yeah. And they have accessories as well. It takes the stress out of getting dressed because you have the right styles in your size delivered to you. And then when you're done, you just send it back. And we always love this statistic. Women return 40 to 70% of the clothing they buy. Can't, I mean, I just, I can't it. this allows you to not have to do that. You rent pieces that fit, send them back and repeat. Um, and you get more variety. And don't they come up with like ways to measure your body? Like they yeah. to make sure like, okay, well maybe, cause that's happened to me where usually I'm like a, yeah. you know, whatever size and they're like in this, you're actually going to yeah, be Yeah. Like different size. brands. Yes. Yeah. They already have that worked out. With Lato, you can rent unlimited fashion, just wear, return and discover fashion that fits you better. It takes the stress out of getting dressed. Go to latote.com. That's L-E-T-O-T-E.com to get started. Enter promo code BCP at checkout to get 20% off your first month. Again, that's latote.com and enter our code BCP. Moving right along. Mm. What did I want to tell you? What's this fun piece of paper? 
<laughs> I don't usually have things like that. Yeah. It um, looks like a... Oh, I forgot those cards. What card? Remember one from... I really Sarah. love that. Dang it. Um, well, oh, it's... Okay, go ahead. What? Tell I, me. But there was one I remembered that I was like, oh, I'll ask her. But after you told me what's on that piece of paper. I don't know why I took this out. It says, science is under attack. Well, why the fuck did I do that? But lest you fear, okay, it's about science, whatever. I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> so one of the questions that I remember from that card. Uh, yeah, what was it? What are five things that make you difficult to live with? Land and I were doing this. Is this where we say it or what? You say, yeah. You're like, so I, you know, I just pull out mm. one of these cards the other morning and it was what five things make you difficult to live with. So like he was answering things that he thinks it is hard to come up with five things that you think makes you difficult to live with. And I guarantee the other person has a list. Of like 20 <laughs> things like, I don't have any for Adam things that make him difficult to live. with. Yeah. He is so easy to live with. Oh, he's the best roommate in the world. Oh, you're lucky. Yeah. Because I am not. And you're so it's not. a great match. Oh. I just like things a certain way and yes. he doesn't oh, care. Okay. Yeah. That's nice. so it's a perfect yeah. combo. One of the things that I did come up with for me, was like the need to organize things. And I often like organize them to the point where like Landon has no idea where anything is anymore. Right, right, right. And you know, and then sometimes like, where's the spice or whatever spice spice. he was looking for, like paprika or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, it's in the spice cabinet and it's alphabetical. And he's like, how was I supposed to know that? And on the shelf is a sticker that says spices A through Z. And I was like, what? Open your eyes. Take a look around. And, wow. You know, Can so I see I tr- a picture of that? Absolutely. So I'll try to I'll I'll try have to such make a bone. Oh, I, I copied your pantry and I just took one from, from your <laughs> page out of your book and I like redid everything. And it's very satisfying. Oh, it feels so good. Mm-hmm. You know, but sometimes I, I like, I, I haven't, that's why all the books say you got to do everything at once because I've got like a really organized pantry and then like a really unorganized garage right now. Well, it's just like insanity. on Friends, how Monica had that closet, that one closet that it was filled to the brim. Right yeah. What's in there? I always say that to you. What's in there? Well, it's a lot. It's that craft stuff that I need to get organized. It's craft stuff. It's holiday stuff and it's sports oh. stuff. And I need to That's go the downside through. of being um, into holiday decorations mm-hmm. because they take up a lot of room. Oh my gosh. Well, the other people... Well, I have a friend... She is the queen of decorating for holidays. Like you've never seen somebody who decorates the same way she does. She has an offsite storage facility where she stores all of her holiday decor. And then November comes around and she's got to do the switch. I'm going to show you a video of what her house looks like right now. Now that the Christmas stuff, mind you, there's no house I want to go to more than her house on the holidays because it is so fun. But to think of the it's like moving two houses the amount of christmas stuff she has i'm gonna press play on this video that's very short and just so you can react to it here we go okay this is her living room okay oh my god Uh uh-huh no yes yes okay yep that is what brings her joy that no that is hoarder town and like, I, God bless, I'm not judging. I'm just saying, like, I couldn't. I'm obsessed. You love it. I love it. And every time I go into Home Goods, I'm like, well, her house has, like, she's got 2,000 shopping carts worth of Home Goods stuff, so I can fill up two. Oh, my God. So this brings her joy. Totally. And, like, she's got 
a bunch of kids, so like she's collected over the years, and she throws the most amazing holiday parties with like everything you ever wanted. Wow! And like, and she loves it. But she's the one who did the game night. Okay, that I loved so much. Is she a working woman? Uh, no. Okay, she's a stay-at-home mom. Yes. Wow, that takes a lot of effort. You know what? I think maybe she does. I don't know. I should ask her because I recently became friends with her. We okay, just, like just met. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Huh. Yeah. And we mostly talk about parties. So I have My not God. yet been like, hey, by the way, what did you do during the day? Wow. Yeah, I know her husband's an attorney, but I just feel like to me that would be stressful. Mm-hmm. But for other people it's like their yep. hobby and brings it's, them it's joy. Me. Yeah. That's so nice. I love it. Yeah. And like just so you know, Landon. The future is an offsite storage facility. <laughs> well, I do think if you have kids too, it's really nice if you can create those traditions. Yes. I really believe in that. I really, really want to be the house that has the haunted house where everybody comes and they set it up and it's almost like another section in front and like in your yeah. front yard with yeah. like a maze or something that they go through where it's like, put yeah, your yeah, hand yeah. in this bowl. Yeah. Is it eyeballs? I think it's you know, fun. Like I want to be that house and- that is why I bought the uh, PVC pipe cutter we were talking about a while back. <laughs> so weird. Yeah. I do, uh, like, we know how we go all out for, like, Halloween costumes. Yes. Boy, you do. I really like that. And I don't know how long he'll go for, like, the family thing. Usually, though, like, even this year, he got to pick oh, the yeah. theme. He'll want you to do it for a while. Okay. I remember the year my brother stopped wanting to do the cutesy costume. Uh-huh. Seven years old. Yeah. Seven or eight for boys, I think. Yeah. Lincoln, I don't know. His was not cutesy, but it was like not scary either. Um, But anyway, I do think that's so, so nice for kids because they don't forget it. They don't. And I I said to my mom, she sent me a friggin' video on Halloween because she was at work. She works as a nanny and she was, they had a huge party and she was giving out pizza and she took this like video of like, there's the music and the kids in costume and all this stuff. And I wrote back and I was like, that sure beats the harvest parties you made us go okay. to. Like now she's going now to goddamn okay? Halloween parties. What the heck? Right. Now it's not about the occult. Come on. She's like, you're so funny. And then did emojis. <laughs> like that's not an answer. No, I want some answers. I think she, you know, She's lightened up. Yeah, I was like, you loosen the reins a little bit. And she doesn't think of it that way now. But I was like, would have been nice to go to a party like that when I was a kid or trick or treating even once. You didn't even go trick or treating. No, no, never. Stop it. Never. Susie. Mm -mm. Does this answer some questions for you? (laughs) You never got to go trick or treating. No, I didn't, Sarah. (laughs) I'm sad right now. That's why I probably loved like the Roseanne Halloween episode so much because it was like I lived vicariously through the Connors. Oh, <laughs> so that's stupid. just well, and I can just see like I don't know. It's just like got to be because in your little kid brain, you have to you have to come up with a reason for why you don't get to do what the other kids are doing. Oh yeah, I mean I knew the reason. Yeah, that's what Jesus wanted. Well, um, but at the same time, Jesus would like you to have clear skin. <laughs> He would. 
good. He likes when you're happy and clear skin makes me happy. I use BioClarity to accomplish that goal. The clear skin routine is the one I use. It's a three-step acne wash, cleanse, treat, and restore that is soothing and effective. It minimizes redness and evens your skin tone. If you have normal skin, you could use the essentials routine. And then there are now clarifying mask and hydrating mask, also known as the glow getter. Mm-hmm. And I just love it because BioClarity is so affordable compared to the, a lot of those three-step programs. Yeah, we were just talking about this off the air mm-hmm. because we were asked to buy this other kind I'm that was like I don't a gazillion a dollars. dollars. I'm like, no thanks. No. I use BioClarity. Right. Um, it's delivered straight to you and is easy to use. Three-step skincare routine, 100% vegan, plus gluten and cruelty-free. Get started on healthier habits with your skincare. I just had a Brainiac message me and she said, how long does it take you know, to Mm -hmm. work. And I said, I had to use it consistently for over a month, like every day. And you know, your skin needs time. At least three weeks, 21 days is like the minimum before. But I said, keep me posted. I want to know. So anyway, get started on healthier habits with your skincare. Just go to bioclarity.com. Now, when our listeners purchase a skincare routine, they will get a free clarifying mask with their order. That's a $24.95 value for free Plus, shipping is always free, and it comes with 100% risk-free money-back guarantee. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, just go for it. But you need to use our code BRAINCANDY, a full skincare routine, and a free clarifying mask. When you use our code BRAINCANDY, that's bioclarity.com, enter code BRAINCANDY. Um, let me ask you this. Please do. When you're out and about, do you often catch yourself, like, looking at other people's phone screens, like what they're doing on their phone? No. No, you're not in that not opportunity or you just don't care? Uh, both. I think I, I like try to, no, I'm not really like a, I don't want to, I'm not one who like wants to see what's in somebody else's grocery cart or wants to like, I don't even. Okay. Yeah. I think that a lot of people are in positions like if you take public transport or yeah, anything. so like you can't help it. Yeah, it's sort of there. I do, however, always love looking over my husband's shoulder and seeing what he's looking at. <laughs> that's he a, di- that's a different Let me see. What's on there? Well, I mean, I guess it's the same idea, which is that, you know, you can learn a lot about a person yeah. by what they're doing on their phone. Yeah. And so if you are in around people and in a position, it's hard not to look sometimes. It's yeah, just there. That's true. Especially oh, if they're watching videos. True. You know where I do it? I do know when I'm standing in line for the restroom on an airplane. Oh, that's very specific. It is because I can feel myself feeling uncomfortable watching their video and I can't, or like, so I'm standing there waiting and I'm usually trying to not stare into the, like the, where the stewardesses are or like where the restroom is because I don't like how it smells. And so I like face my body towards the body of the plane or like all the seats so you see all the screens and I look at what they're watching. I look at I get the videos yeah. and then I feel uncomfortable because I feel like I've somehow invaded their privacy. I think, well, that's another. everybody story. feels like that on planes though. And it's kind of unavoidable. Yeah. There's nowhere to look. You're what? in this little tube. And like when pe- what people are reading. Yeah. Like, oh. So I stopped carrying around my therapist books on planes because people ask me questions or then they want like talk about it. And I'm like. Nope. I put my headphones on now before I even get in line to go on the plane. Those babies are right on. (laughs) Um, But you can learn a lot about people. And then it's kind of like 
You can even see their passwords when they put in like, <gasps> you know, their passcode. Yeah. You can see that. And I noticed this and it bothers me about, and I wonder what you think the solution is. When you're in school, in class, mm-hmm. do you write handwritten notes yeah. or do you, are you allowed to bring your computer? It depends on which professor it is. Okay. What's the, what's the, like, how, how does it go? I know I have a certain professor that does not allow or like... He doesn't allow laptops or anything yeah. like that. Because, oh my gosh, that's why I have to sit in the front row. Yes, this I is have, what I'm saying. I have to. I have done workarounds for like my distraction, my yeah. ADHD and all that. Where, so it's like I don't know which came first, my desire to answer the questions or the fact that I was just sitting in the front row all the time, staring <laughs> at the teacher, and it was like we were having a one-on-one yeah. conversation. But uh, so I have to be in the front row, and I have to be not. I cannot be next to anybody who's on a laptop. It's very distracting. I will look. And that's why he doesn't allow them. And also the tippity-tapping of the keyboard bothers me. And I don't know if it's an age thing. I think younger people are very used to all of it. I hate it. Well, because the kids in the schools now, they're getting... Screens. Screens. Yeah. Except in Silicon Silicon Valley Valley. where they're like, we're only going to be using paper, pen, and chalk. Yeah. And that's how we should be doing it. Is that what you think? Yes. Well, I, I think, think it, it activates a different part of the brain. Well, it's really important. Counterpoint, though, yes. is in underprivileged neighborhoods, uh, the screen, they need to learn those skills. Yes. You know? Ugh. And the Silicon Valley, it's like, well, they already do that all the time in their free time. They know how to use all right. the technology. So there's a little bit of a class issue. It totally is. But I don't know the solution. I, don't I just, either. it's a bit of a problem. Oh, my gosh. It, it, we're in a very weird like transition point for like what, how, how do we, what do we do to let this in and how do we, but I mean, anybody that sat in the back of a lecture hall sees that these kids are watching movies all the time. And it's like, like actually watching movies. Yes. I'm like, just leave. Honestly, my friend Oliver, he talks about this and he didn't care. He didn't care that students were doing whatever when he was lecturing, but I'm just like, that's distracting for everyone behind you mm-hmm. and it's just rude. And why are you paying for an education that it's you don't so want? Dumb. I think they're just going to get the check of the attendance. Well, that's why I, I even said to him, Oliver, what's the deal? And he goes, I don't know. Cause I don't even have required attendance. Oh goodness. <laughs> you didn't have to go, but I don't know. People are weird. That I, I just that's don't like, like the it. opposite of what I do in class. I am like, that is the place I, I am the most You're engaged. Tracy Flick. I, oh, yeah. I mean, I am, I, I'd have to sit on my hands in most classes. You're so silly. But you know, my fit, my, my fourth grade report card said, Sarah, like it said, comments, talks out of turn constantly. And then right underneath that, it said, pleasure to have in class. No. I, yeah. I have a picture of it. I'll post that. How about how... You know how sometimes people say you interrupt me on here? I interrupt everyone all the time. It's my, I'm trying so hard to work on it. It's my worst habit. <laughs> well, on one episode, I don't remember which one it was, someone wrote under my Instagram, like, I love this episode, but I really can't stand how Sarah interrupts you all the time. But then on Brain Candy's page, they said, somebody else said, I had interrupted you all the time in the same episode. And I think it depends on who you want to hear. Oh, you're right. You know, who's making the point that you most connect with or something? It's like a when a ref makes a call in a football game, and depending on which side you're on, you're going to be either, like, 
it almost changes how you see the game because yeah and of, i was it was yeah. so weird because it was the same episode mm. and it was clearly we must have been having some sort of like rousing debate, debate. Or yeah something. yeah 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 but hmm. anywho yeah i do that all the time i'm really trying to be better what is that it's impulsivity it's the totally like adhd stuff and like it's and it's like i'm excited i have to just hmm i don't know what it is really like i work on i I don't know. It's weird because you say that you're a very good listener and that's why you're in your field. Yeah. It's like different. It's, mm. oh man, that's a good It's like, but it's like almost situational. Mm -hmm. Like it's like, I'm a wonderful listener if the attention is all on the other person and they're like giving, they're like giving it to me, you know? But if I, if it's more conversational, because therapy is not conversational, right. it's not a two-way conversation. In fact, it's the actual, it's like the opposite of that. Right. Like my, the things that you'd normally respond with, like, uh, like almost like the yes and thing that I do in conversations, I have to like train out of me and learn to not do that and learn to just like, it's not a conversation mm -hmm. and anything that they take, I just put right back on them. Like, mm -hmm. it seems like when I asked you that, that made you a little bit uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Where do you think that uncom uncomfortability comes from? Right. I would never ask you that in a conversation. You'd be mm -hmm. like, mm, shut up. Yeah. Move on, moving on. Mm -hmm. That's weird. You just did that. Right. So it's like different. You have two speeds or yeah. something. And then like the, uh, and yeah, and maybe it's, it's like going the complete opposite. You know, I got to like balance it out where it's like, I'm so impulsive and, and like, you know, interrupt people, whatever in like regular life that I got to oh. like set aside this time where I can like balance that out by being so attentive to, you know, and it's like, I think with that kind of listening comes the desire to help someone like wanting, wanting to like not rescue them, but wanting to help them get towards like my goal. Like it's like a puzzle, like wanting to help them solve oh, the puzzle or oh, see the pieces uh -huh. in a different way. Right. You know, and that's yeah. not listening as much as it is like working together to solve problem. Mm -hmm. You know, you love that. Love it. It's my favorite part. There's <clears throat> a guy, yeah. I read an article recently about this guy who, um, he goes running and he decided not to wear headphones, mm -hmm. um, and listen to music. And he just was just running. Cause he said, otherwise it was the, there was no time in his day when he wasn't being fed like either yeah. music or information or whatever. Um, but uh, don't most people and like, they really like running with music. Isn't that like a thing? Yeah. Right. Do you think you could do it I without? Yeah. Oh, you like it without? Yeah. Well, I like uh, it's, it goes, so it's, it kind of depends. I think there are different things that you can get from each. The Iron Man does not allow headphones. So the big long right. race that you do, yeah. Um, and there's there there are a bunch of studies out there that show that listening to different types of music like improves performance. Yeah. So I don't know. I think it's more for safety for them of them wanting people to be able to be. Like, yeah, good point. Listening and and there's so many people or whatever. Yeah. And it's so long that they need people to be. I don't know what that is about, but right. I know because Kenny Santucci from the show did an Iron Man, mm -hmm. and he was telling me that that was one of the most difficult things for him to start running without music. Right. But then I've done triathlons before, 
And I very much enjoy doing that with no music. And it kind of reminds me of a final on the challenge where you're really alone with your thoughts. And like the same way we're talking about the placebo effect and how, um, like your inside your brain, how you like within all of us is like this capacity to like control your brain in a different way for like a desired outcome Mm -hmm. or the opposite. Uh, and I think when you push your body to the limit and you don't have any distractions, you get this new sense of closeness to your body and like Mm -hmm. this connection that I've never experienced in any other, um, arena than when I've been like running or physically working out in those kind of where like I'm talking to myself and I'm like, okay, one foot after that, yes. like, you can do this. That's what it's it said. It's so motivational. He said that too. It feels really good. Yeah. Wow. He said that this, it was a New York Times op-ed. He was saying like that it changes your relationship with your body oh. and your mind and all of the things you're describing. Yeah. But that's not what most people think. I think most people are like, I need the music or the beat or whatever. Because it's like anything where there's that moment where like, there's a moment of uncomfortability that you have to get through to get the good stuff. It's kind of like hitting that wall in running where you get like that runner's high after you've gone to a certain place. Yeah. And I didn't know what that meant until I had really felt that. And so I think it's that same thing of like, it feels uncomfortable for a little bit to feel the silence. Yeah. And then once you do, you're like, wait a sec. This This is lovely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? All right. Well, it's been lovely talking to you. Oh, you too. Mm, Let's do this again sometime. (laughs) What do you say? Fancy meeting you here. All right, people. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star review. And have you uh, uh, signed up for our newsletter? Yeah, why haven't you done that? Do that. TheBrainCandyPodcast.com. Bye. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.